Chris. I hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I appreciate you coming back and joining me here for another week. And today I wanted to share something with you that I actually recorded feels like six years ago, but really was only three months ago back at the start of the pandemic. And I was looking through what was going on in the world and the the financial turmoil that that the country was in. And I wanted to know what I could do to help myself feel a little more in control. I, I tend to do this from time to time. And the thing I settled on was preparing an emergency budget. And, you know, this isn't something new. I didn't do this because of the Well, I did this because of the pandemic, but this isn't a new habit I picked up. I do this from time to time where I'll just run these like what if scenarios. And I don't do this because I'm necessarily pessimistic. At least I don't I don't think I am. But I do this because it, it gives me a sense of control. It helps me feel more. I don't know if comfortable is a word, but it makes me feel a little better knowing that I've looked at what could potentially happen and what could I do to make my way through that situation? And so that's what I wanted to share with you. This this quick recording I put together of what an emergency budget is and my process and what you can do if you'd like to build one for yourself. So hope you enjoy and I'll hop back in at the end of the episode. So right now, it could be a very difficult time. It could be a very complicated time to try and budget and plan for what's going on, again, with all the uncertainty. And even if you're, you're doing okay right now, one thing I would recommend, this is something that I, I just did actually today, is build an emergency budget. What this means is I went, laid out all my expenses. I already had like a little budget spreadsheet set up. I went and looked at all my expenses and the revenue I have coming in. And what I did was I looked at what could go. In a situation where my, I lost my job, my wife lost her job, or maybe we just got reduced, maybe someone else had to go on unemployment, something like that, and have to have a much more reduced income stream, what things could I cut out and still stay afloat? So things like rent, food, gas, auto insurance, there's things that you just can't stop having. You're going to have to have these regardless of what's going on. So I went through mapped those out, listed out and added up that total. And then that was my new emergency budget. It's more so of a... I say more so like a mental game. It's I'm setting aside a plan so I can see in worst case scenario, what are my options? And so that way I'm not scrambling. That way I'm not, you know, panic if something does happen. I mean, I'm sure it will still be stressful, but at least I have a game plan in mind. And even the exercise made me think maybe there's some of these things I could implement now just as a precautionary item just to kind of get ready. Because right now, probably the best thing you can do is have an emergency fund set up, have some cash on hand that you have available in the event that you do need to cut your expenses down. Because the fewer expenses you have, the less money you need to keep yourself going on an ongoing basis. So whatever you can do, one, to kind of get yourself, figure out what it would look like to be very lean, cut where you can. And then also, if you have the option, I know some of us don't right now, but if you do have the option to save, to try to put a little more emphasis on saving in cash, in a savings account. And for some of us, that might mean slowing down on paying down debt so aggressively a little bit right now, or maybe slowing down slightly on how much uh, you're putting towards retirement if you don't already have an emergency fund built up. If you have one, if you've got a six month emergency fund going on right now, you're probably in a pretty safe position. You may, I mean, it's, it's really a personal thing and how, you know, how volatile your job is and on the outlook of how soon you think you could get another job if you were to lose one. Uh, all those things determine how big of an emergency fund you should have. But if you're secure, you have that six month cushion, then, you know, you don't necessarily need to stop paying down debt aggressively or stop investing for your retirement.
Okay, now that I've had a chance to listen back to this with all of you, I have a couple of things that I want to add to this original thought that I put together a few months ago. Uh, Number one, you know, time has passed. And I just want to say that my my heart really goes out to any who were impacted by this this huge economic slowdown caused by by this pandemic. If you've lost your job, if you've had your hours cut, uh, I I feel, feel so bad for those of you who have been impacted in this way. And if you have any questions that you need answers to, if you're looking for resources or places you can go or reach out to, please send them over to me at questions at popcornfinance.com or just send me a message on Instagram. I'm at popcorn finance podcast, and I would love to look into these questions, help you find the answers, or if not, maybe find a guest that I can bring on to the show who can help answer some of these questions that you might have. The other thing I wanted to touch on were my comments regarding emergency funds and and six months, I think, is a huge goal for, for many individuals. It's a lot of money to save up. And I know it's not always an easy task to accomplish. I mean, I, I've been there. It takes a long time to even get to that point. And now looking back at it, I feel and I've heard a lot of people echo this statement as well, that six months might not even be enough if we have prolonged economic shutdowns like we have now, which is really rare. I mean, this is not something that I think any of us have experienced in our lifetimes or probably your parents' lifetimes. And so for me, my cautiousness makes me want to say that that goal should be even higher to hit, you know, eight, nine, maybe even 12 months. But I know that is a huge number for a lot of us to even consider hitting. So for me, I like saying six months because that gives a, a big goal to hit and a target for us to aim for. And it may take us, you know, several months, maybe several years, even hit that, that target. But once we get there, and maybe even once we get close to it, keep in the back of your mind that we may need to push this goal up even higher uh, because it really depends on your industry, on your outlook with your company, and what could happen in the future that is completely unknown to all of us. So just know that the goal of this emergency fund is to help protect and sustain us and our families in the event of emergencies, big or small. So my goal here on Popcorn Finance is to help you be as prepared as possible for those emergencies. So For now, let's say six months is a great goal to aim for, a big goal, but you really need to take time to evaluate your situation. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you have any follow-up questions for me, again, you can reach me at questions at popcornfinance.com or on Instagram at popcornfinancepodcast. Thanks for joining me here for another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. And remember to register to vote. Your boy keep it poppin' like Mary Poppins.